Hello there humans and intergalactic beings. Welcome back to this podcast. I'm your host Dodo and this is that's what Dodo said. Uh I am back with my friend Aditya who you might know as Doritos and instead of Marvel Contest of Champions today we're going to be talking about the Marvel universe. I know that I did this uh podcast already with Anish and Rajesh but I would say that Aditya is has been a Marvel fan for much longer and he's much and he's uh he's read the comic books he's seen all the movies. and he's just a, a really big fan so uh i i won't ask uh, i i won't ask him to introduce himself because he has in the past so i'm going to get straight into it so uh hi aditya um hello there everybody my name is doritos or as uh, dodos calls me as aditya my real name and uh, i have been a fan of marvel for about like 8 or 9 years basically when the mcu started so i've been a really big fan of um, the whole marvel saga basically watched all the films and uh, yeah a little bit of comics and some pre lore and theories okay yeah that's good to hear because my first question is going to be a bit of a generic one and i'm pretty sure uh i'm i'm i'm, I'm pretty sure this has been asked to you before but um who would you say in the vast marvel universe and i and i don't mean just movies but in general who is your favorite marvel character and why Well, uh, speaking of the favorite Marvel character, my favorite Marvel character is Iron Man, and uh, I would like to tell you why. First of all, um, if you know Tony Stark, Tony Stark isn't the hero type of guy here. Tony Stark, if you have watched the first Iron Man movie, he was a bit of a slog, and he was basically too full of himself. But the thing here is that after the incident, after he got kidnapped by those terrorists. he learned that uh, even after having so much money he has no one that can save him or is near him or cares for him he's basically just all on his alone and uh, yeah that's the thing so when he got kidnapped by those terrorists and after that he realizes that it's important to protect the ones that we love he kind of turns into a hero but keeps the like keeps his uh, personality a little bit like same because he isn't like the one who was um too rude or something but he wasn't even like too polite in the in his like hero form so yeah that's the thing that i really like about iron man yeah it's it's, it's actually very interesting you say that because people generally tend to like iron man because he's just this badass who's extremely smart but i think that in in terms of character arcs and i think i've talked about this on the star wars for uh, for some characters like ray and all but uh, so when it comes to iron man right in in my opinion iron man has this unique story arc where he starts off as a, a, a like a billionaire and as you said he, he didn't really care for anyone he kind of he was kind of self-centered but what you can kind of appreciate about iron man's story arc as a whole is that he maintains his personality but kind of shifts it in the right direction so he's still kind of self-centered in some sense but he kind of uses it for the greater good in the sense that um his entire his vision in uh, age of ultron was that he wanted his suit of armor now it wasn't said his suit of armor but he said a suit of armor now what was kind of implied there is that i'm going to i'm i'm going to be in the center of all of this i'm going to micromanage all the uh, all the 
uh, the what do you say the manufacturing and whatnot you like basically put a, a like whole armor around the world but the basically the government didn't give him the uh, permission to do so so basically he wanted to um, put around uh, armor around at least new york or something or he wanted to create an a robot or an army that can save the city when they are not there because he has already seen too much in the uh, in the first avengers movie he has uh, he has seen thanos almost and he has also seen loki and some intergalactic beings so he knows that his uh, normal suit of armor won't be enough to fight those guys when when the time comes so yeah uh, so aditya i i kind of agree with you there because because as we see throughout the entire mcu and i'm talking like vast like the entire mcu we see that most of the villains or most of the issues are I'm, I'm, okay not issues but the most most of the villains that arise with within the mcu mainly have risen because of tony stark's failures or his shortcomings we see this in iron man 1 the whole reason why iron monger was in like was the villain in the first place is because that tony stark and him couldn't get on the same page and when we talk about the group that kidnapped him again it was because of his missile factory we see this in iron man 2 when the whole reason why uh, uh, this this guy what's his name the uh, i vanko vanko yeah so the whole reason that he wanted to kill tony stark is because his company kind of impacted his family we see this in iron man 3 as well where the whole reason why ultrish killian wanted to kill Tony Stark is because he he wanted to make a deal with Tony Stark over this with his AIM technology, and that didn't work either. And I'm not just talking Iron Man movies; I'm talking bloody Avengers movies as well. When we see this in uh, the Age of Ultron, the whole reason why Sokovia was destroyed because of the fact that Iron Man wanted this big big idea where he wanted, as you said, a suit around the world, but. that didn't work out so yeah i think iron man is one of those characters where like he's not the perfect man but i think that's why so many people like him rather than captain america because captain america is this like this this pure soul and like people essentially see nothing nothing wrong with him and while some people might think that as an like a, a desirable trait i think that in terms of movies i think that Tony Stark's character was perfectly executed and I think Robert Downey Jr really needs to be applauded because he he had that criminal background with him and I'm not saying that was good or anything I'm saying that it kind of synergized with the role that he wanted to play in the first place and yeah I think he played that with a certain amount of flair and beauty and I think that in general I think that there he he was the perfect casting choice so uh yeah yeah Yeah, I absolutely agree on that one. And a little side note here, I don't know if uh, this is true or something, but according to uh, like Robert Downey Jr., he said that uh, once there was a kid in his school who used to read like a comic, and he uh, went to him one day aggressively and just torn open his comic, and the comic that he torn was the Invincible Iron Man. So yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's a that's a nice coincidence, or was it? Huh, yeah that's just it's too small mystery I, i will i will let you decide the, if, if if it was a coincidence or not but yeah basically it it could be a coincidence like he torn open the book of the character that he was about to become yeah. and another thing is that yeah many villains have arisen due to tony stark like uh, some have arisen due to his uh, 
bad behavior towards them or somehow or i because of general like his company taking off of their taking them off of their uh, jobs and livelihoods like basically vulture vulture wasn't really in contact of tony stark but he only wanted to take revenge from him and stole steal his tech was because his company uh, was the one which uh, had to clean the so called which had to clean the main avengers like new york stuff so that no one can get the shitori energy and uh, th- this is why vulture was kicked from his job so that's why he wanted to take revenge on the other hand while i think of mysterio quentin beck didn't really had like a big plot cause quentin beck just uh, only like took revenge from he, he didn't even took revenge from he, he took revenge from the peter parker it was basically for uh, tony stark calling his tech as barf yeah yeah and the age of ultron thing age of ultron thing tony wanted to create something that can help the universe while it didn't uh, while it didn't work out but his his intentions were good and he in the end he got rid of ultron but it, it, it was at a cost of a whole city i believe yeah i think i i i think it's i think that is really important to remember that to, i don't think we can classify i don't think anyone can classify uh, tony stark as not a hero or even a villain for that matter because he never had malice intentions towards anyone nobody like and un- un- until civil war i don't think he had any grudges per se against anybody and i think that's what kind of again that's another trait that kind of se- separates tony stark from everybody and yeah i th- i think that i think there was a, i think one thing about captain america and basically every single avenger i think all of them have grudges and i think that goes with nick fury as well and i think that tony stark is one of those characters right that Re- the one part and i think that i think that that's my opinion and uh you can you can kind of disagree with me on this but tony stark is one of those characters where we see consistently that his character continues to grow in every single movie and and that's one thing we really don't see in most movies i think that if you were to compare iron man 1 and iron man at the end of end game because an iron man one he was a re- he wasn't ready to risk his life at all even for a cookie for that matter and he was willing to sacrifice his entire life his, he was willing to make he was willing to sacrifice his life for the sake for, for the better good and i think i think i i've, I've seen memes on this where there uh, there's been a comparison between captain america saying to him that uh, you wouldn't uh, sacrifice yourself for the greater good and uh, iron man says that everything special about you came out of a bottle i think in endgame both of them proved each other wrong and i i really think that iron man's character is really something to appreciate well yeah that argument was really special in avengers that's what made like the thing uh, uh, quite good to watch because both of them yeah they did prove each other wrong but they have been planning for this like end game movie i think they have planned pre-planned it and they have been planning it since the first avenger now i don't know if it's true but i i do think that they have already planned how they will end this saga now that the saga is ended i do believe the new saga would have something like built upon among the like the remaining avengers because we still have 3 of them left Yeah yeah and I think that 
I, I I think what the MCU should do, in my opinion, again this is strictly my opinion, and you can talk about this afterwards. What you think? But I think that in terms of Thor, Black Widow, and Hawkeye, I think that except I I think no I I even not for anybody, but I think for in general. Focus on your side characters now. Now you've like now you've like completed around like what twenty, thirty movies combined of like all all six of these Avengers, and you've talked about the story, you've talked about their character arc, you've talked about them so much. But the issue is now that we want to see new characters. Like focus on the Fantastic Four, focus on Doctor Doom, focus on Kang, focus on. Falcon and Winter Soldier, like focus on the directing of their focus on Moon Knight, She Hulk. I think that you, I think you should kind of leave these Avengers as like small cameos now because I think after the Black Widow and Hawkeye series are released, I think we have seen enough of the Avengers, and I think that this is, I think this is a time for Marvel to kind of move away from this phase and kind of focus on on Spider Man's character, on Spider Man's character because I think that. uh he is like the only hardcore og that is a household name and i think and 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 again that's just my opinion and i have to ask you what are your views like going into the future what do you think that marvel should do with their characters in terms of the avengers that are still alive now i don't really have a strong opinion on what they should do obviously i really like the scripts like they have made quite a good amount of movies and the story on every one of them except for captain marvel because i'm biased i i don't think she's that great of a character and i would tell you why it's not because of uh like it's it it's actually because of like on screen and off screen appearances she appears to be someone who is just like like too full of themselves and i'm saying this after being a fan of tony stark so uh, someone some people would consider my opinion as uh, like biased or incorrect or something but no i really do think that she's quite full of herself and she has like post she is also like in uh, in real world she posted like stories of her uh, i think it was a post or something or a story so she has posted with um, lifting thor's hammer claiming that she is the strongest avenger so like every interview you watch of brie larson with any of the avengers in the cast um, in an interview you can see that the people like the avengers like with, there was one with robert downey junior there was one with chris hemsworth both of them were kind of getting annoyed by her because she was trying every she was trying to get the attention of everyone and she was also trying to tell everyone about the character about her character rather than the movie or what we have to see or we, what we can see uh, it, this was not the answer to your question and i i think they should focus mainly on spiderman because spiderman uh, as of right now he has a great story arc and uh, there isn't like any avenger or any superhero that has or like has been left on and a cliffhanger or a story like a story part that is now i would say they should also add like like the way you said that they should add more side characters yeah and i think that just uh yeah they should go ahead go ahead they should also add yeah they should also add like one more villain like thanos like at the end of every saga because they can basically like um, go on for spider-man for about like 15 or 20 more movies or maybe they can actually i don't know 
Yeah, yeah, and I think that when it comes to side characters, as you said, I have two things to say. One about the side characters. I think that I think both of us are a big Marvel contest of champions fans, right? Because and and when we saw yeah. that Moon Knight, She Hulk were going to be released, I think both of us went crazy because to because it was like either these characters are going to get buffed or we're just going to see this whole new side of the MCU that we really haven't seen. Otherwise, and basically, the Moon Knight and She-Hulk are essentially going to be the Mandalorians to Star Wars, right? So I think that yeah, these side characters are eventually going to be the stepping stones for you to create this new this new environment for Marvel fans. And I think that Moon Knight's character is so so underrated, especially like story-wise. He's he he he's this crazy man, but he's so powerful because he's essentially Batman, but like with like mild superpowers in the sense that he he's basically powered by the moon and whatnot. And in terms of She-Hulk. I think casting is very important for She-Hulk because she is really overpowered in the comics, and some would say that in terms of like mobility and all, like she is even better than Hulk. So I think that I, I think that in terms of She-Hulk and even Moon Knight, I'm not saying that it's not important for him, but I think that casting is going to be an extremely, extremely important aspect for both of these. And now for your uh, thing about Brie Larson, right, and Captain Marvel, so. Yeah. I personally cannot agree with you more, and I have talked about this in my previous podcast as well. But it was like it was so mistimed, and I and I, I I cannot stress this enough, Marvel, that you cannot. And I I as I said, I cannot stress this enough because I have thought about this so much, and you cannot bring in this overpowered, this supremely overpowered being, Captain Marvel, into the MCU so late. Because this arises the question: What the hell has she been doing for a decade, and not have like contact with Nick Fury at all? And the fact that she, like she, he was the last. She sorry, she was the last thing that Nick Fury called before he went to dust. I'm like, was there no other scenario where you felt that okay, right now is the time to call Captain Marvel? When bloody New York City was falling apart, when an entire Sokovia collective, when the entire city was floating in the air. You didn't think that a flying piece of energy can possibly sustain that, and and you're telling me that that character was just like all around plan. I I feel that this late into the MCU they should not have introduced Captain Marvel if they were gonna put her in two movies. And in one of those movies, Avengers Endgame, she appeared only at the beginning and at the end. There was no other reason why she should have been there in the movie. The movie would have been, in my opinion. One of my like one of the most favorite movies I've had, and I I do believe that as I, like I won't get into the uh, uh, how Brie Larson is as a person because I think I've talked about that too much and I might get a bit salty. I think both of us will become salty. But for Marvel, yeah, yeah, we can have entire podcast about how Brie Larson shouldn't be included in this. But again, this is not like uh, just a general opinion that we hate her as a person. No, she has proven her to be a massive annoy- annoyance to the whole cast. I am pretty sure if it wasn't for like if she hadn't been selected for being Captain Marvel, I'm sure no one would have uh, like guessed it. Or in the Marvel HQ, they would have said, "Oh, how about we cast Captain Marvel as a feminist, feminist who hates cis white males and is purely like." It's purely sexist. She just says that if you don't like her movie or if you don't like a certain type of movie that she likes, 
because you are a white male i know man like it's it's it's, it's really it's really sad that that even the mcu has to go through this arc and i think that adding such a powerful character was just like in general just such a wrong move and uh just talking about avengers end game a little bit i think we're going in that in that direction uh let me ask you is avengers end game your favorite movie if it is or even if it isn't can you tell me what is your favorite uh, movie and why my favorite movie was probably avengers infinity war and i would tell you why because it that movie had kind of like co- connections to the characters each and every one of them got to know that like for example uh, if we consider the part where tony stark and his team met the guardians on the ship the interaction was so cool and yet there were for some funny moments when they didn't agree like when talot said i have listened to your plan and i think great but it sucked so let me do the plan and that way it might work and the reactions and the interactions of these characters it didn't look like it ever as if it was scripted it didn't look like it, they were just having a good time there and this wasn't done in the avengers like end game like i do believe that it was done in some parts but how could they have done interaction when there was like real arts and again bringing real arts in this topic i'm sorry uh, yeah she was basically more focused on when everyone told her about that thanos has done this this much damage to us and he has basically eradicated half of the humanity she was basically like yeah let me just go get and kill him and she wasn't really trying to play along with each other which the character i don't understand more much other things about the avengers infinity war was it had the, the thanos that was smart the thanos that was in the avengers infinity war was much smarter than the thanos that was in the avengers end game because that thanos had experience he was waiting for a perfect moment like if we consider that thanos somehow got to know that most of the heroes on earth has collapsed uh, or they are not in each other's contact during the civil after the civil war um he would have like he would have he he had done this thing on a perfect time because there was not much heroes that could have stopped him he has like got every single stone every single situation that he created no one could have outsmarted him in that manner but the uh, thanos in end game was just like he was he was pissed out he was too annoyed that uh, some avengers got uh, like killed him and they didn't get the stones but he also he didn't use the stones to protect him or something like that and he was just angry he was just trying to like kill everyone even the main motive of thanos of end game was to eradicate the whole world just destroy every single atom of this world and create a new one where everyone would go around according to him while the thanos of in avengers infinity war his basic goal was to now i would not say that his goal was like the better one actually the goal was quite good but the way the way wasn't really good he wanted to help the humanity or like every single creature on this planet to have the resources because like there are a lot of people around here and a cre- lot of creatures around the whole universe so he basically wanted to con- like save some resources so that everyone could have a good time while the whilst the way was not good the intentions 
or the like the idea was good yeah yeah you know that is true that is true and i, and I think that you have said everything that was on my mind surprisingly like actually i don't have i don't have much more to say in terms of avengers why i love avengers infinity war and yes i do believe that that is my favorite marvel movie as well but a reason i i think that avengers endgame would have been my favorite if they had removed one crucial element and i think that that's the element that kind of drove the whole movie and that was time travel i was begging to holy mother christ that please please let there not be time travel in the mcu because what kind of drove me away from x men and all that nonsense is that time travel is such a tricky concept and it kind of it kind of is a problem eraser but it's that eraser which always leaves a mark like it is i i did not like the decision like i cannot disagree more with the decision to eradic to add time travel into the mcu because it is such a generic idea like marvel is known to be this franchise with always tickles our fancies or kind of does something unexpected like in infinity war where the where the heroes lost but time travel was such an obvious element which they could have just been like we are going to do this but psych there's a plot twist we can't do it or or something like that but the basic idea of time travel kind of it kind of really goes against what infinity war had kind of brought up because you're telling me that tony stark got this idea of time travel within like a week of him doing like sitting down in research but are you telling me that nobody else like no other scientist in the world had ever thought about this and let's even talk about tony stark in that matter when he had lost his i'm sorry what's his name yeah but when he had lost uh, everybody when he had lost uh, yeah people he lost peter parker so basically this whole whole if we consider but that was not the case if we consider like the whole thing that he did like the time travel thing it was basically him trying to bring back peter parker because he kind of missed miss, yeah. him a lot because he kind of missed him and uh, the other thing is that yeah i do believe as if like tony stark is the smartest brain in the whole world he was the one who brought up the time travel plan no other scientist or anyone could have brought up the plan or they could have like in i know the character has been introduced but they could have done something like having a easter egg or a something over there which could have hinted to reed richards cause as if we know reed richards is kind of considered more smarter than tony stark which i don't know if the, if it is the case i have not looked at their iqs or i have not seen an interaction in the movies or in the comics cause i don't read all of them but yeah he's considered to be a more smarter being than him and yet there is no signs of him i know the character is introduced but come on there should should have been like a like he got it from a let's say he got he was reading a book and he got it an idea from it and the writer of the book was reed richards or something they could have hinted us cuz reed richards is considered to have like he basically travels dimensions or something if i find correct if i had heard correctly no that is true that is true and the and the part which kind of stands out to me is that you cannot expect us to believe that tony stark like only after us like a certain amount of looking at a picture slash motivation did he realize that okay this is a potential solution to this problem where i i can just like bring everybody back by this um uh, this idea where let's time travel and the hulk had no idea like i it confuses me to this very day that marvel wanted to go in in, in a direction 
where it was like okay so we kill the the main antagonist in the first few uh in the first few minutes of the movie and we're going to bring a past version of him who is somehow stronger than the current version of him and then make them duel it out like it, it like the whole directing choice kind of sounded a bit eh to me and th- that's why i prefer avengers infinity war because infinity war never like it never slowed down and i've i've, I've said this before but avengers endgame is kind of like a snow movie until the last until the last part like where they bring everybody back i think that it was an incredibly slow movie even like i i i can give it parts where it was fast like it was fast during the like the scenes in new york but and probably the scene where tony stark met his dad but i feel that the entire beginning portion was just it started off a bit slow and let's compare that to end game end game started off with a bang it started off by saying that okay so what we saw on thor ragnarok like okay so 50% of them are dead we're killing loki a fan favorite and we're looking as if thor died and we knew thor wasn't going to die but it was a huge start and it was a, yeah, it was a fantastic it was. start it was a banger of a start and as a certain man of 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 legends would say we were having a laugh and i think that all of us can agree that endgame might have been a great movie okay endgame was a fantastic movie nobody is saying that it was a bad movie by any standards like the last fight nobody can compare to that the hype the amount of screaming the vocal cords that to break in the theaters was unmatched the amount of tears I, the amount of tears that i have cried when tony stark died not gonna lie i watched that movie three times and the first time i cried like a total dumbass in front of the whole theater i was like i just can't control it i was like trying to hide my eyes so that i no one can see that i am crying second time yeah i was again crying third time my heart again it it cuz i am connected to that character so much that was the character that brought me into this like the movie's part of that and uh, spiderman is the character that brought me into the like the basic idea of marvel so yeah i was connected to that character so much that the memories or like now now to some people it might sound like yeah you were just like acting or something like that but no that character i have had so much time watching his movies and like basically looking up to him that was the reason i started like um, reading some comics about basically about iron man so he meant a lot in the as in the character so seeing him die really broke no, man, my heart none of us blame you i like if if you're a big marvel fan and you didn't cry even once like if you didn't even shed a tear you're not human because seeing tony stark die nobody expected that like i'm going to be honest i ex- i kind of expected it but i did not expect it to go him to go out and not come back i thought that there was going to be some sort of like big plot twist where like somebody uses the stones to bring him back or like black widow appears or nowhere and is like okay take my soul for a soul bada bing bada boom and then tony stark is back but i did not I, I, it was kind of like the i i can agree with that decision because i think that iron man is a fantastic character and we have we, and we've talked about iron man so much but i think that we have kind of like iron it was it it was iron man's time to go and i think it was cap cap's time to go as well in the sense that we, we, like we grew up with those characters i i remember watching iron man 3 in in theaters it 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 it, it was it was so it was so hype and what i'm trying to say is that i think that the new generations need to see new characters and i think that us growing up like when we in our uh, mid 30s or something like 
I want us to look back on our time when we were uh, 16 year olds and we were like wow that like that Spider-Man movie was amazing or that Fantastic Four movie was amazing I just don't want to hear the same old only Iron Man or only Captain America so uh, so I I think that variety is something that the that Kevin Feige really needs to look into when like when uh when deciding which is uh fav uh, the direction of which you're going in so uh doritos i have one last question for you and this is and this is personal to you and don't be and, and don't be worried like everybody's going to have different answers on this during the phase 4 release like the phase 4 uh, uh release date at comic con 2019 What, what movie slash series are you most excited for? The future of the like the ones that have released this year or what, during no, I'm, the I'm like old that, times. No, I'm saying that during the the phase four the the Comic Con uh, event that happened where they released the the dates and the names of the movies that are going to be released. Which movie are you particularly hyped for to see in the next four years? I am particularly hyped for Doctor Strange man cuz Doctor Strange as you know I don't think he has the time stone now cuz the main reality time stone is gone and the other one was returned by Captain America I don't think he has the time stone as in this reality now we do know that now we don't know actually we have assumptions that Scarlet Witch is also going to appear in that movie and hopefully Loki too but the fans the fans want spiderman the fans want that movie to be a multidimensional movie that they, that there should be like uh, we can see every version of the like character if like uh, they cast multiple persons as iron man that imagine different versions of iron man like as a normal school going boy actually there was a series uh, when i was like 9 or 10 years old that used to come on disney xd it was like the armored adventures of uh, the armored adventures of iron man and it basically constituted of an iron man who was who made his armor go- during going to the high school or something and that movie uh, no that show uh, had some great elements and the ending was also good so there was this guy who had like five or six of rings and he was basically the thanos of that show those rings were so powerful that it some person can like wear all of them at once he basically like as as i said he would basically become like thanos he wouldn't be able to eradicate half of the humanity but he would be so powerful to eradicate someone in like uh, quickly so i'm basically looking forward to doctor strange multiverse of madness and i've also heard that uh, doctor strange multiverse of madness would be the first horror magic fantasy type of film that marvel will make so yeah i'm excited to look forward to that but what is your favorite movie oh, that you man, are oh man i haven't thought about this to? much man like to, to be honest the thing i'm most hyped for and i think we can disagree upon this is yes i'm kind of excited for doctor strange but again we, we've seen doctor strange i'm kind of more excited towards the fact that i want to see a movie where we haven't seen this character before so um i'm going to go with moon knight for the sole reason that i have been playing marvel contest of champions for around 3 to 4 years now and moon knight was one of my first uh, was one of my first characters that i ever got in the game so i played with him so much i've read his bio like around 50 times so far i've done research i've read books on him 
and the thing is that i think that he will be the character that really like puts a smile on people's faces you like some might call him an elite version of korg and like in terms of personality but i think that i've seen so much of moon knight everywhere that seeing him in real life in a like in a movie is going to be absolutely fantastic because they, this isn't going to be your uh, a generic standard blaster film where they're like uh, superpowers and what not like this man is an expert in hand to hand combat so uh, i am more interested in like the storyline like how are you going to intertwine it with the uh, with the wider universe and i really i am hoping that this introduction of moon knight will somehow bring back uh, electra or iron fist or even daredevil because those the, like those movie sorry not movies those netflix series were absolute masterpieces in my opinion so i think that like this is one way to kind of bring fan favorites into the picture so i would say new fan favorites more than anything so yeah i am more hype for moon knight more than anything so uh, what are your moon views knight, on moon yeah i think he's a great character he has a i don't really have an like i haven't read much of his comics or his bio yeah i have uh, i have read um, i have seen playing him i have also seen him like one or two videos which like featured the marvel's tldr which basically tells you about the character his back story his current comics and uh, what not appearances and, like the appearances at uh, the comic form and uh, probably the cast or something and uh, i do believe he's not a version of batman as if we think cause batman basically is just a rich man with some gadgets and uh fear of bats which uh, go which went away because he fell in a cave with bats moon knight is someone who is kind of considered as a lunatic or something cause he basically get orders and his powers from moon he isn't your standard hero type character that is gonna like sacrifice himself or protect you at any cost he's basically like a what is it called he's basically like a normal hero would protect you in like some of the case just as he managed to like pass by and there is a crime happening he would help but uh, yeah speaking of that if uh, you would have asked me that what am i looking forward to in the future as in the new characters Yes, I I do have a series that I don't particularly think is gonna release or maybe it would be, but there's this series called the Midnight Sun. Now I myself, out of the box and out of the MCU, if we consider about talk, if we consider talking about the Netflix series, I am huge fan of Charlie Cox's Daredevil. He did a fantastic job at it. All the three seasons that he had been in was such of a masterpiece. Steph would agree cuz Steph likes Kingpin so much and uh, I'm also a big fan of Punisher so in the Midnight Suns they they are not basically the heroes they are the heroes for hire slash um get this thing done with as less casualties as possible so it basically consists of um, Punisher Red and uh, Moon Knight Night Thrasher and all of the heroes who have like they have no problem in killing uh, people or killing some of the villains so yeah i'm excited to see them yeah yeah i think that is very interesting to see so in general i i think we are going to end it here but just to end off um 
in terms of fan fictions right as you said i like i, I was not to compare batman to moon knight in that sense i was trying to say that both of them have kind of uh, like are their own superheroes and they don't have practically any superpowers now i i would say that moon knight has zero superpowers and i won't i won't spoil it for those who might have not seen the the spiderman series or read the books but moon knight is kind of like as you said a, a crazy man but he might not be the man he seems he's not technically a hero he's kind of like an anti villain so he's not a he's not a hero he's not a villain he's somewhere in between kind of hovering like towards the hero side a little bit more but yeah i think in general i think we can conclude by saying that the mcu is kind of headed in the right direction and i think that I, the, kevin feige and the like the entire scripting team has learned their uh, have learned their lessons from previous flop movies like thor in the dark world and what not and i think that in general they are heading in the right direction like f- for the future so uh, aditya do you have no, anything it has say? been uh, fun thank you for like having this podcast um, i have no like signing off words but i do believe that we have to get like more of the people on the marvel podcast or the marvel contest of champions podcast and- Yes and, we will. Uh, another thing that I would like yes. to say that before you said and the thing is that I am in no way or criticizing Marvel or hating Marvel for killing off Iron Man or Captain America or any of the old characters because yeah as you, as I understand too that when the time comes they they can be there for like the whole franchise they can be there now they have been there for in the like comic versions or some what not but they can be here in the mcu time for them because they have to like age or they have to uh, have some kind of interaction or some sequence that could lead the death of the character but uh, yeah yeah okay cool so uh please do this uh please do stay tuned we we have another marvel podcast plan another marvel contest of champions podcast plan as well as the american football podcast plan so yeah please do stay tuned for some of those uh thank you aditya/doritos uh, for joining again i think we we enjoyed your perspectives so uh stay tuned and